It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's reality alert. Wait! Oh! I think I know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, oh, we know what's going on. <laughs> He's back. Daddy Here Nick is back Daddy's on the pod. Home. Daddy's home. The prodigal daddy has returned. <laughs> that was honestly a pretty catchy jingle. I'm impressed. Did you have that last time? Uh, I'm sure we Probably did because it's here. When you were on Circle, maybe. Yeah, no. definitely. That's from the Circle. Oh, the jingle. Oh no, no that's the, new. The that's new. Theme, the intro. Oh, the theme. intro theme. Yeah. That's new. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think that, yeah, yeah. That, that came was... after season three of Circle. That was some good work. Thank you. <laughs> yes, we finally figured out all of our technical issues. Everybody, uh, it was my fault. Yes, it was the person <laughs> who went to MIT. It was his fault. Um, just They're giving degrees out to <laughs> Stupid, stupid Nick. Why was that clip already ready to go? <laughs> Why do you have that one on speed dial? You just knew you were going to use it? Uh, I don't know. It's just there. I don't know. <laughs> they fall into our laps. I don't know what to tell you. That's <laughs> Who said that? Anything with yeah, anything (laughs) with Nick in the word is ready to go. Okay. Yes, we're ready. We got all sorts of sound bites ready to go. Just search Nick, and it all fell into place. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm excited. Nick, it's been a while since we've seen you. Catch us up on what's going on. We saw on IG that you moved. You're you're out of Austin. It is true. Uh, you're you've exited your twenty somethings phase. Is that what's going on? And you're well, ready to I'm move on. My twenties, so let's relax <laughs> on that. But um, <laughs> I will be turning thirty this year. But okay. yeah, okay. at least in Austin ended like well, it ends on Wednesday. So I was like, now's the perfect time to check out another city if I'm going to do that. So San Diego was on the list. My best friend lives here. We're going to check oh, it out. We'll see. Cool. Well, we hope it works out for you. Uh, we hope that you end up, or do you think you'll end up on another reality show in the future? How are you feeling about future of reality shows after your second one? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm definitely open to doing another reality show. I don't okay. know if dating shows are quite my vibe. I think I would rather do a competition or strategy. Really? Show. Okay. Uh, I'm like, and is I'm this bored. because of your experience on perfect match? No, well, maybe in a way, just in the sense that, like, I'm not good at, like, fake liking someone romantically. And if you're on a dating show and you want airtime, you have to either actually like someone or fake like someone. Uh, Right, right. And so, like, eh, I don't know, it's like competing objectives there. Uh, Whereas a strategy show, you just have to be the best if you want right. more airtime. So. Yeah, why didn't you propose to any of the women? <laughs> Look, I didn't realize that was an endgame. But yeah, <laughs> people were proposing, blew my mind, writing love poems after three days. I'm like, what yeah. is going <laughs> No, they're actually in love, right? That's what it is. Uh, they're in yeah. love. Yeah. <laughs> how, much, how much did they tell you about the show before you got to the villa? Uh, because we've heard... Uh, a lot of different things from different people about what they were told. Uh, I'm not sure if you can answer this question, but if you can tell us anything, what were you told about the show? 
Yeah, so I would like I went into it knowing at, well, it's sort of the description of the show changed over time, but before I even got to Panama, I knew it was going to be a dating show. But that's pretty much all I knew. I knew it'd be a dating show with some challenges. And so when Nick Lachey pops out of his magic box and he's like, hello, contestants, and like tells us all the rules, that's the first time we heard the rules as well. So like we had no idea that we had to like match up and like share a room and all that stuff. So, well, let me ask you this. Did he at the beginning explain A, that there would be a prize at the end and B, what it would be? Uh, no, we had no idea that there would be a prize until okay. like, oh, at some point before the very, actually, I, honestly, it's been a year, so I am a bit rusty on this, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I remember like wondering like, what is the prize? Like, is there a prize? Yeah. Uh, and I want to say we might not have even known until like the day of the finale. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which there like people that. in there gaming hard for not knowing what the prize was. Yeah. But their prize is airtime like right yeah decision. we figured we figured you guys yeah, get, followers, like followers. You get you know <laughs> yeah helps your careers yes yeah. yes yes yeah <laughs> but yeah i think it would have been because of the title perfect match which we also didn't know what the title would be uh i think because of that title if they told us like oh you're gonna win money or you're gonna win like all these things unrelated to love necessarily then it would have made people be like oh they don't actually like each other they just want money uh, whereas if they don't say that there's a problem, <laughs> then it's like, oh, they might actually like. So you're them. saying people didn't perceive it that way? So were you hope, were you hopeful at all that you might find love while you were down there, or were you just looking to have some fun, like when you arrived in Panama? Yeah. So I actually was very open to the idea. Because I think reality TV contestants actually have a lot of qualities that I do like in a girlfriend where it's like they're extroverted, they're adventurous, they're outgoing, they're confident, like all these things. So I was like, you know, it could happen. Uh, and I specifically didn't want to be the strategy guy because on the circle, I was the strategy guy. So I was like, this is my chance to like show maybe a different angle where I can be like a little more emotional. I can be like a little more romantic. I can be kissing people like that kind of stuff. So I didn't want to be the strategy guy. Uh, yeah, so I was very open to meeting someone, but yeah, <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> like, but like, this is what I'm thinking. Like you get there and you see that everyone is from like a million different countries and like nowhere near where you live. Did it become very quickly apparent to you that like, how quickly did you realize like, I'm not going to find uh, a real match here? So that is a very good point. So shows like Love is Blind uh everyone's from the same city so it's a lot more realistic to be like okay yeah, after yeah. love is blind we could get together uh this show it's like i'm talking to izzy who lives all the way across the pond uh it's like how realistic is that going to be and that's what bartis actually ends up saying at the end like during their conversations they're kind of like well we live on different continents uh right. so yeah that was like a tough part for me but i also did know that like I would be willing to live in California. So anyone who lived in California, I was kind of considering like somewhat realistic of a option. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Right. So mm. Ab was Abby living in California at the time that you were I didn't know, but I think she was. Oh, I thought okay. she was still in Texas at the time though. Okay. Was LC living in California at the time? You know where Abby is now though. Is she back in Austin? 
She's in San Diego. Oh, she's in San Diego. Yes. Oh, no I, way. I was, like, I was like, I was like, I thought she was in California in San Diego, but then I was like, did she move? Did you guys swap places? Yeah, no, she's in, uh, she's going to like school at, uh, well, I don't want to get it wrong, but I think at SDSU, uh, I'm not positive, but yeah. Wow. Is that wow. why you moved? Is that why you moved out there? I saw that. Well, you guys... I moved, I'm pursuing my love with Abby. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Make that a soundbite. <laughs> 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 winky winky uh, i saw that you posted that you guys were on a date um, yeah are you a... fake. come on max oh okay was your date with katie thurston from the bachelor on new year's fake <laughs> <laughs> what was that when you went on a date are you joining bachelor nation the date with katie thurston was was not fake. That was real. That was Whoa! Real. Oh. Hashtag, my lord. Yep. <laughs> uh, but we are no longer like seeing each other or anything like that. So that it was sucks. short. Okay. Yeah, you you made a lot of like n- news articles being like, "Who is Nick Ullenhut?" And they really tried <laughs> to figure out things about you. They were like, yeah. "He had a podcast once. He has a <laughs> he has a dog." <laughs> yeah bachelor nation is like a whole nother breed of yeah, fans is. um they'll like look at your spotify listening history to try to figure out if you're like going through a breakup or not wow and, like, all this stuff apparently yeah so wow. it's probably for yeah. the best that that's I'm another level yeah clear that but i honestly thought with perfect match there'd be a bit more like hardcore fans like that but i think because like no one ended up still together there's not really like that much of a reason to dig mm-hmm. and you're happy about that or did you want people to dig no i'm cool with it okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay let's get into breaking down perfect match okay here's the question that on your instagram live you knew we were going to ask and you made fun of us for asking <laughs> on the first night uh when you talked to uh when francesca so she'd already matched with dom you tried to talk to her and she told you to kick rocks. Was this your worst slash most awkward rejection ever? And if not, can you tell us what was? Ooh. That's good a good time, to, good time to highlight this comment. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't think it was my worst rejection. Watching it back, it was super cringy, super awkward, but honestly, in the moment. So first off, let's rewind. Let's set some context here. Circle, completely sober show. Perfect match, completely open bar. So I, it's night one. Really? I am wow. nervous as heck. I'm like, like we're all D-list celebs, I would say, but I'm like borderline Z-list. So like just being around all them was like crazy. I'm nervous. Obviously, Francesca's super good looking. Savannah's good looking. So I am open bar in the open bar, just getting annihilated. And then Nick Lachey walks in and we're all like shots and we're taking shots with Nick Lachey. So they don't show that stuff, obviously. But I am annihilated. Obviously. And we we didn't know uh, really what the rules were. Like they kind of told us like you have to match up, but we didn't really know what that process looks like. So anyways, they start walking up the stairs. And I like look at a producer. I'm kind of like, are they matching? Like, what's going on? Is this my last chance? And they kind of just like smile at me. I'm like, shoot, I need to like go for this. So I, yeah, I chase up after her. But honestly, 
I thought like it was going to be a lot worse. I mean, all right, let's be fair. It was pretty bad looking, but I thought it was going to be even worse. But all things considered, she's just like, yo, you came too late. And I was like, all right, bye. Like I could have handled the rejection horribly and made a scene, but I, I went down the stairs. And I wish my you head, had. Like yeah. went away. It was okay. <laughs> um, but no, in real life, I had a much worse rejection, but it just wasn't televised for the world. Don't look at Crocs. Was I surprised? Not really. It's Nick. <laughs> Look, that's a bold comment coming from Zay, who had, like, what, no perfect Yeah, match? eliminated night one. <laughs> eliminated night one, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. A lot of people like to talk about their game and, like, hate on me, which yeah. I joke on myself. I admit, I'm a punching bag. But, like, when certain castmates are throwing shade, I'm like, you had no matches in the entire experience. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's funny that you're, like, the punching bag, but you, you, you made out with, like, half the house. So, I mean look you know i'll be the underdog it's fine with me yeah um. <laughs> so look you came into this uh you know with a little bit of different approach because uh you're you weren't going to go strategic and you're going on this this show that's perfect match and then you and savannah link up and you immediately go strategic so what's that all about yeah so it was night one like and i had just been rejected so it's like okay i need to just like guarantee my spot in here for now like see what the situation is. Savannah and I had already been friends before she came to Austin city limits. So like I'd met her up, met up with her there. So we're like, we match up. It's good. And then, yeah, we're talking strategy on our first date. That was actually the only part of our date they showed, which is kind of unfortunate. Like they pretty much only showed us talking strategy, but we really talked about a lot of other stuff. Like we talked about each other's families. I actually started crying at one point. They didn't show it. Wow. Yeah, I, I was actually excited for like my parents to see it because as I was talking to Savannah, I was like talking about like how lucky I am to have the parents that I have and how they've been like so great raising me and like loving and all this stuff. And I started getting emotional because I like never say that stuff out loud to them. And so like as I was saying, I was like, dang, I should probably like tell my parents I appreciate them more. But yeah, <laughs> I was up and I was like, my parents are going to love watching that on TV. And then they never aired it. And then also like I think that would have added a bit more emotion to my date with savannah mm -hmm. whereas the way it was aired was a lot more just like strategy like logic yeah stuff. what's savannah tearing up talking about her boyfriend back home <laughs> that was a, a rumor later on in the season <laughs> uh, which i have no idea if it's true or not <laughs> yeah rumor we may have started we may have started that rumor. we started sure. that rumor outside i think we started of, it. uh we ascertained it just by watching. <laughs> Look, there were a lot of rumors about a lot of people having significant others back home. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, we heard. And we, we believe heard, all of them. We believe all of them, obviously. We heard Francesca. <laughs> we heard Chase. There's some um, receipts that verify, that validate some of those. I think other ones, there's not really receipts. What mm. were some of the other speculated ones that have no evidence? <laughs> Wait, I don't want to get involved in We're that. saying speculated. No <laughs> evidence. No evidence. Okay, okay, Nick, are you on Team Dom or Team Georgia? Whose team are you on? Honestly, they're both great. I actually think they were two of the most positive people on the show. They didn't, unfortunately, they didn't really show me talking with Dom a lot. But like, besides Shane, me and Dom would like constantly be joking and bickering all the time. So I love both of them. And yeah, it's just kind of unfortunate like how things ended up going post season. Uh -huh. um, yeah. 
but I don't. So Team Dom, it sounds Team. I Dom can't pick a team. It sounds like oh, Team Dom. Wow, team Dom. Yeah. Wow. No, Nick, I Nick has declared Team Dom. Wow. I've made no such declaration. You heard I it here, folks. I think they're both great. <laughs> Daddy Nick is Team Dom. I think. Oh, and great. he he actually changed his name on the Streamyard too to Team. <laughs> That's crazy. That's wild. Dude, get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> I hacked it. I went to MIT, so I hacked it. Yeah. No, I did not pick the team. Look, I'm all right, all right, I take it off. Dom and and Georgia. I almost said Francesca. Um, Ooh, Freudian yeah, no, slip. Freudian slip. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, Nick. This is important. In the second episode, you played the kissing game and explained your kissing technique. My kissing style, I come in, you know, if I focus bottom lip, then I'll do a change up to the top lip, then work the tongue in a little bit. I'll like probably go a little bottom lip with the tongue, just get it started. Don't want to freak her out too much. Once I get the tongue on the lips, then I try to get in a little bit more. I change angles. I work it, you know. Did a lot of practice in seventh grade with my hands. So. Are you thinking through this technique every time you kiss someone? <laughs> Look, <laughs> are you that cerebral of a person? Look, I'm a Virgo, okay? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think through that. But look, I'm experienced enough in the field right now that it's like just a motor skill at this point. You know? But originally, yeah, like I, I did try to figure out like how can I be better at kissing, so I would think more consciously about that. Uh, but yeah, no, now it's just like I'm freestyling. But I do think a lot of people like to hear concrete tips. So that's what I was going for there. And a huge underestimated part of making out, which I've been told I'm a great kisser a lot, even outside of the show. A big part of it is hands, all right? A lot of people forget to use their hands when they're making out. They think it's all just about like lip on lip kissing, but nah, you gotta be exploring with the hands. And especially if you freaking do a little, little under jaw grab with one hand or okay. both <laughs> hands on the face at the same time, they eat it up. Oh, I've never used my hands. I mean, usually hands up, you know, yeah, every, every time I have a gun pointed at me. All right. But Max, and I, I bet you, I bet you your hands are just in the same place the whole time. No, Probably. I'm moving around. I want to, I want to cop some feels, baby. You don't know okay. me, Nick. Well, good for you, Max. Thank you. <laughs> make, me, make me reveal some things about myself. Nick. That's, that's my job about you. I'm now understand what it's like. I don't like this. Maybe I'm gonna have to start Wait. stop doing what I do. My my hands are usually tied behind my back, so I can't. <laughs> uh, Max, while we're on this subject, actually, uh, of me interviewing you, yeah, uh, very curious. How does the beard come into play during kissing? Is this like uh, something you're aware of? You're like, I don't want to like get beard all over her face or what what am i I, I, I rub it into I her face i don't care about i don't she, normally they, normally I've, ne I've never gotten complaints about it so, sometimes though my girlfriend will be like it's, it's a little much on the mustache can you trim the mustache mm -hmm. and then i'll i'll just kind of forget about it but then i'll trim it you know like and then you'll later. shave the whole thing just to prove a point and so yeah be like, now you miss the beard you don't you? Yeah, yeah that's a good point that's a power play yeah. Uh, when I was in Seattle, I had just shaved my beard the night before uh, that I was meeting up with this girl. She comes over. So I'm one day past shaving. So I'm getting like stubbly, prickly, right? And so we're making out and I'm changing angle. Like you just heard me describe, you know, I'm changing angle, which means I am sandpapering 
the heck out of her chin. And like, we don't really think anything of it. Like we're having a good time. And then the next morning, uh, <laughs> that's maybe a little TMI. Next morning, we're at my like table, like breakfast table, and we're making mimosas. And I'm like, hey, you have a little mimosa on your chin. She had like two little like orange dots there. She like wipes it away. We're still like having a good time, whatever. Comes back. And then I realized her chin is literally scabbing right in front of me. <laughs> it was so bad. She had a scab the size of like a quarter on her chin. And she was like a model on the side. So she was so pissed at me. And we actually never met up again. So a little, wow. little note. You, you overdid your technique. Literally. You were. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when the technique goes too far, man. So, so during the kissing game, Savannah, Francesca, and Janez all gave you nines. Who were you saddest didn't give you a 10? And why was it Francesca? I was honestly saddest that Inez didn't give me a 10 because you in gave my her mind, a 10. I, gave, I gave her a 10 because in my mind, that kiss was phenomenal. It was so good. We, oui, we. Oui. Um, actually, <laughs> I have seen some conspiracy theories that like they knew who they were kissing, right? Because there's a touching, types. yeah. There's different hair textures, like everything. But I actually thought when I was kissing Inez, I thought I was kissing Francesca the entire time. Really? Oh, wow. Because, okay, I'll admit beforehand, it's like, all right, we know we're going to be blindfolded. What's everyone wearing? So the cigarette taste didn't uh, <laughs> didn't give it away then? or That was, that was not uh, there during that time. Okay. <laughs> but... I like saw what everyone was wearing, so I kind of had an idea. But apparently, Inez changed outfits beforehand, and so it just kind of threw me off. I like thought it was a completely different person, but oh, it was she, a great. She, she put on her kissing gear to for optimal right. kissing. Yeah, we all we all have our kissing outfits that that the we French put on. Kissing, yeah. it was top tier. So, who did you think Francesca was when you were kissing her? Did you think she was Inez? Did you get them mixed up? So I kissed Inez first, thought it was Francesca, but then I kissed Francesca later and I knew it was her. So then I was like, oh, oh the first one must have been Inez. Oh, I see. Okay. So you didn't play that game strategically at all. Were you when, when no, you I was giving honest ratings? Yeah. Now, when you realized that Chase had played the game strategically, were you upset that you hadn't? Um, no, but I was upset because I think me and Savannah actually won the competition. I saw you running the numbers like in yep. your head on the footage. Yeah. And I There's thought you were like, like that's like a ceiling confused. Like, yeah, I was like, I know that Nick is running the math in his head, and he's like, that doesn't make any sense that they that even if they had like tried to strategize it, that it makes sense. Yeah. So here's here's a little intel for you. I kissed Anne Sophie. They didn't show it. But I, she was one of the people that I kissed in the like during that competition. I believe while, you. While we're making out, she knocks the headphones off of my head. Maybe that's why they didn't air it. I don't really know. She like knocks the headphones off. So I am. We're at that point. We're laughing, right? Like someone's headphones got knocked off. Even though you're blindfolded, it's like ha ha ha. It kind of gets you out of the moment. I like put it back on. We like still kiss. Blah blah. But at that point, it was like weird. It was like friends. Like blah. So I gave her a three. And so. That would have balanced out the three that Chase gave Savannah because Anne Sophie was Chase's match, right? So like, yeah. it's cumulative scores for each pairing. So those threes cancel out. And then I was rocking nines. Savannah, I think, got like nine, eight, 
chases three, but it's like the math was not mathing. I'm pretty sure me and Savannah won that competition, but you know, who knows? They didn't wow. show perfect didn't matches show rigged. Story. You heard it perfect here. Perfect matches rigged. You heard it here first from the Nick Ullenhoot interview. It's fucked up. They couldn't have me and Savannah win in every competition as friends. But you never know. You never know. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we have a really important question. When you went on the date with Izzy, you said this. Typically go for like brunettes. I feel like brunettes are sort of wife vibes. Can you talk more about wife vibes to us? Look, <laughs> look, I don't know where you got that sound bite from. <laughs> no, okay. I do think in my mind, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. brunettes just scream mother figure. Like this could be the mother of my children. Wow. Like, yeah. Was your, mom, your, was your, let's not get too Freudian here. Is your, was your mother, mother a brunette? <laughs> I, my mother is still alive and is a <laughs> it is a brunette. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I was yeah. very into brunettes for a long time. In college, I dated a girl for two years, then one year out of college, and then we broke up. And I was like, shoot, like I just spent three years with this girl. Let me change things up. So then I went bl- blonde for like three years. All types of blondes, and then I went back to brunette, and I think I'm sticking with it. Yeah, let's not okay. forget. Um, Are we not going to talk about the fact that Jackson is a babe? Jeez Louise. Rachel, Circle, Season 3, Blonde. <laughs> <Famous. laughs> <That's Ms. Burnett>. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So how do the blondes take it when you break things off with them by telling them you're not a mother figure, you could never raise anybody, uh, look, I don't. <laughs> oh, you don't say that. <laughs> no, look, any blondes listening, there's still a very solid chance we could get married. All right, do not take yourself off the table. We okay, you're hearing this, blondes? Are we hearing this? Um, when when Why? you went on when you went on the date with Abby, you said this. I think you have blonde hair on the show, but I'm I'm digging the brunette vibes. So she dyed her hair brown does that work or do do they have to have organically grown brunette hair how how does this work yes yes. these sound bites are unreal um look freaking out receipts all of a sudden um it can be dyed it can be dyed brunette that's fine Okay. okay i like it i think although honestly yeah, never mind. We'll we'll stop the conversation. Did you, what? You, what? Did, Honestly, what? You have to tell us. Honestly, what? I think the blonde hair might have worked better for certain people. For Abby. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it was still good. Also, it's hard to say because I do also. I'm a guy of contrast. I do like contrast. Whether it's blonde hair contrasting with dark brows, or in Abby's case brunette hair contrasting with like green piercing eyes it's like the little light and dark contrast is a vibe i'd say i'd say 
<laughs> I really like learning so much. It just, I love how honest you are. We learned so much about you. I know, you know? I'm just soaking it in. I'm sorry. I mean, just... that's why I saved these sound bites. I was like, hopefully, we're going to get you to talk to Nick. I got to get these sound bites so we can ask you. The second I heard wife vibes, I was like, I need to hear more. Wife vibes? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> well, there's no way that's the first time that you've heard that brunette girls are more like wife material than blonde girls. That is the first time for me. I don't know about you. Well, that's the first time I've heard brunette uh-huh. girls. I know that uh, we have heard people on reality shows say that they could only marry blondes. Uh, this is the first time I've yeah, heard, we've heard Joey. Brunette. Joey, yes. Broy Joey is a big blonde guy. True, Joey comes out. My type is blonde, 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 blonde. <laughs> yes. Did you guys have a whole? We never got to see it, but maybe there was like a cut scene where you, where Joey was going blonde, and you were like brunette, blonde, brunette. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that, we didn't get that. that would have been nice though. <laughs> oh, we have a really interesting question here. What about redheads uh, from the chat from Tim from Tamsin? I think redheads. Now that <laughs> wow, I just noticed the name change went from daddy <laughs> to daddy hashtag no blondes. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how long that's been up there for a while uh, for a while the redheads <laughs> i think are like either not good looking or <laughs> the hottest possible tier of hair like if you the oh. hottest the hottest ginger is hotter than the hottest blonde or the hottest brunette i'm convinced Wow. Wow. You heard okay. it here first. We're gonna need to get a we're gonna need to get a diagram of some sort that we can share on, on our Instagram. Look, you know, hot hot gingers are hard to come by, but when you find one, they're like top tier. They're above all the rest. Like but a still not wife vibe, so maybe dating not for wife a vibe. couple months, but no, I, I I if there's a good looking ginger with a good personality uh, you still got a chance. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good to know. Hot ginger is out there. You can DM Nick. Just let him know that you're single first, and then he'll follow you back. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a great comment, Max. Right. Nick, Max, do you agree? Max had a great comment. Oh, he does agree. Okay. Good. So. Max's great comment there for anyone listening. He's referring to when Elsie on worldwide camera said, yeah, Nick, I answered your Instagram poll saying I was single. And then you immediately followed me. That's taken out of context. Okay. Let me explain. Elsie was the very first blue check to ever follow me post circle. So I was like, this is amazing. I didn't even know who she was. I never even watched love is blind season one. So she answers the poll. So that obviously makes everything visible. I see a blue check in there. I'm like, oh my God, a verified person. Follow. That's how it went down. All right. So I don't know about all this other shame. It wasn't you saw brunette and you said wife vibes follow. It wasn't. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying that that probably wasn't a factor. Okay. But, <laughs> but it was mainly she was literally the very first blue check to follow me. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So what was the whole story on the show that that sounded so kind of cute and kind of weird? What was that? I mean, weird. Um, look, like I guess from her side, that's what it looked like because she answered the poll and was like, "Oh, that's why." But really, she answered the poll, so then I saw her name with the blue check, and then I was, oh, oh, okay. Oh, I see. Okay, 
It makes sense now. So had you guys DM'd a lot before you... No, I literally just followed her. Oh, you <laughs> had never just... talked. Oh, okay. Maybe like a like story response or something, but oh, no. okay. I, did, I literally didn't even know her until Perfect Match. Oh, As in, like, yeah. I see. It, it, there was kind of the impression that you had a, a rich history behind you, but I guess that's not the case. Yeah, I I noticed that impression as well. But honestly, if you watch it back. And you see her like asking me about it. You can see me kind of being like, what the heck? But then I just kind of try to laugh it off. I'm like, oh, ha, 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 yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> she had been locked up for like a month and True. you guys wouldn't let her out. So, you know, cut her some slack. Yeah, that was. And all right. I have a lot of questions about the format of the show. But like, come on, you can't bring someone in three days before the end of the show and expect anything like, like an match. actual match to be created yeah, yeah. yeah does lc quote tlc a lot is that like a thing that she does all the time you know i just realized lc is literally a part of tlc and so you might be onto something there but i <laughs> yeah. the waterfall reference i totally forgot happened but when they aired it i was very proud of myself for picking up on that um, <laughs> but no that was the only tlc reference i think she had okay okay because we just assumed we assumed it was <laughs> yeah, i mean maybe i don't know <laughs> honestly i still don't know her very well i knew her for two days <laughs> so you haven't talked much with her then post-show <clears throat> no yeah post-show we just like we're friendly like sometimes she'll react to a story or i'll react to a story or like whatever but nah we don't we don't talk we never visited I each see. other we never phone called anything like that that's sad my, did you like, ever get deep with LC? Shattered. did no. you ever get deep with her because this was in love is blind season one this is why barnett uh did not want to go forward with lc uh they were stuck in the shallows so to speak they they it was all small talk and they never got really uh, deep about anything. That was the problem that he had. Wow. Uh, love that queued up soundbite. Um, <laughs> I have not seen Love's Blind season one, so that is new intel. But no, I mean, I wouldn't say we got deep, but also we only talked for two days. So okay. I wouldn't really yeah. want to get deep that quickly. So I think it was fine. Like I thought stuff was moving at a good pace. It's not like I was talking to someone who got engaged after like 30 days or something like that. So right, right. All right. So when you so you and Izzy, you come back from this date, and then you know the match ceremony happens, and you cook you cook up this plan that you and Inez are gonna match up so her and Shane can match up, so then you can pursue. Inez and Izzy at the same time. And then she says, the four of you have to sit down so everybody is on the same page. And it seems that it is clearly explained to everyone. I even have a soundbite from it. Shane goes, <laughs> actually so fucked up, actually. <laughs> so it seems that Shane understands what is happening. But, but later on, Shane seems to not understand what is happening and seems hoodwinked by the whole situation. Did Shane, did you clearly explain to Shane what was happening? 
So I do also see this question. Do I still talk to Shane? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I thought everything was very clearly laid out. It was like, we want Izzy and Inez still in the house. We want Nick and Shane still in the house. If we match up this way, everyone can stay. But like, it was cool. just for your benefit. Yeah, but for the most part, yeah, it wasn't for for Shane like at all, really. <laughs> right, because at that point he was like already over Inez, so it was for him. He just wanted Izzy. Um, but actually, funny <laughs> enough, speaking of also related to that question that I asked if I still talk to Shane, um, he was convinced before the show aired. He was like, "Yeah, dude, I totally took Izzy from you, bro." Like blah blah. And I was like, "No, no, no." I told Izzy that like I wanted all me, Izzy and Ez, all three of us still in the house. So can like Izzy, can you please just match with Shane and then I'll match with Inez. And Shane was like so convinced that like that didn't happen, uh, but it did. So and then watching it back, he texted me and was like, you were right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the problem or like sort of what you're referencing is that night when he matched with Izzy, they had a really good time. I don't know how much of it was aired, but it went really well, I guess. And so then like the next day for me to be making out with Izzy right in front of his face, it like rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah. You but said I, it was just a kiss and he didn't, he was very upset. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if I had been in a solid match during that truth or dare game and someone was making out with my match right in front of my face, I would have been so pissed, <laughs> but I was stag. I was just like totally solo. So for me, I'm like, it was just a kiss, my dude. <laughs> I mean, it really seems like you and Shane were competing with each other from the start. Uh, what What's the deal with that? And did that go into that kiss as well? Did, was that in the back of your mind when we you were kissed definitely, her? We were definitely like competing with each other and it made it really fun. It was like sort of this friendly competition thing. They, I think a lot of what was aired made us look a lot more like rivals than in reality. Like we were constantly joking around, teasing each other, just like laughing and like having a good time. Uh, but on the edit, I think it seemed a bit more like actual serious, like we hate each other thing. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how y'all interpreted it, but eh, a little yeah. bit, a little okay. bit, but also, yeah, looked friendly. Okay. Yeah. So it, it was uh, for the most part, but yeah. So then when it was my chance to kiss Izzy, um, at that point I had already made up my mind that I didn't want to stay with Inez. So like Izzy was like my one shot to like match. So I was like, if I'm going to kiss her, I'm going to kiss her. And so I did. So that obviously rubbed Shane the wrong way. <laughs> you know, it's more than just a kiss, bro. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but it's okay. Cause he found true love after that. So it's okay. True. Yeah. Him it's and true. Chloe. <laughs> so after you guys uh do the weird love triangle thing you go up to your room with inez and then the next morning you break things off with her now you said on instagram live that it was because you went up to the room with her and she lit a cigarette and that's a deal breaker for you uh but she said on instagram live that she had uh that that you had seen her smoking before so is that not true no i i never had seen her smoking before i did i think it's very safe to say that i assumed she smoked because she's french 
but I never saw her smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and like, when you assume that it's happening, it's like, it's like okay, she's French, part of the culture, she probably right. smokes. Right. But you never, you never really know. And then it's like, in my mind, like cigarettes are a hard no, but it's also like, okay, maybe like I can let it slide, blah, blah. But then it's like, when you get back to the room and it's the first thing that happens is like, I need to go to the balcony and smoke a cigarette. Then it's like, yeah. Ah, what am I doing? And then that made me question everything else. So like the cigarettes yeah. stuff was like one part, but really I think that set off this chain reaction to a more serious part where I was really reflecting on me and Inez and also me and Izzy and being like, Inez and I have had a lot of really good conversations, but like I have never laughed with Inez. Like I was realizing I never laughed with her. I like was always just serious and like it was all it, French philosophy about cats, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and like afraid I was afraid I was gonna say something wrong or like whatever. And it's just like it didn't feel like natural and normal relationship-wise. And then I was thinking about Izzy, where it's like I probably laughed more times during our hot tub date than I did with Inez the entire time. So that was like a big factor. And there's a thing that I honestly I don't really know what I'm allowed to say, but I'm gonna say it anyways. But after that after she starts smoking, I go down to the main lobby of the house and I'm just sitting on the couch, just like head in my hands. Just like, what am I like? I chose wrong. I should have picked Izzy. I'm just like, so down about it, emotionally drained. And then Shane is walking along the top balcony and he sees me just in this dark, all the lights off, all the lights in the house are off. So I'm just in this darkness living room, just, head hung and Shane is upstairs and he's just, <laughs> 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 just laughing at my misery. Um, <laughs> but they didn't, I obviously didn't show any of that, but yeah, like literally that night I was already like realizing Inez wasn't going to be like my perfect match. So then like the next morning what they aired and they interviewed me and I responded. I was like, yo, she smokes cigarettes. That's a hard no. Also like, I don't laugh with her. So like, that's a big important thing for me with someone I'm dating. I need to have fun. They didn't air that interview for some reason. So a lot of the internet is like, why did all of a sudden in the morning you're like, no. So yeah, that's the long answer. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounded like. <laughs> now, did you, did you hold that grudge for a while that he laughed at you from the balcony? Like he did with the cannonball thing. Did you do that with him for a while afterwards? No. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> no you didn't hang on to it. Okay. And honestly, like at that point, I knew things with me and Inez would just like not work. So then when it was her turn to pick, I don't know if you remember, but it was her turn to pick one night and it was like me, Shane and Chase. And she was like, this is the worst. And so she starts walking towards me and I was like, Inez, I don't want to stay in the house for like a friendship thing. And we already like, know this isn't going to work. I'm just going to go home. But they don't air that. And then she's like, then having to pick between Shane and Chase. And so with them, she ends up picking Shane, obviously. But I'm like, weren't you just matched with Shane? What do you mean you're going to rematch with Shane? That makes no sense. So I don't know what's going on there. Well, Chase has a girlfriend, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the shame thing was already established not to work. So I don't yeah. know. 
So how many things did you justify for her being French? Was she like eating a baguette in the bed and you were like, oh, well, she is French. So (laughs) (laughs) that would be epic, though. We did make some like bomb breakfasts in the morning. Uh, But I don't think it was anything like French necessarily. Like it wasn't a clip. (laughs) (laughs) She made toast and you were like, oh, is this French toast? And she was like, no, it's just toast. And you're like, yeah, but that's what you call it. (laughs) Pretty much. So, so why do you think you ended up leaving? What strategic uh, miscalculation did you make? Uh, no, that's the exact thing. I wasn't being strategic. So with Savannah, she was being very strategic, which is why I, la- I was like, no, I'm going to match with Inez. Like, I don't want to just be here to be strategy. So that's why I yeah. pivoted with Inez. And it's like, okay, I could have stayed with Inez and just gotten airtime and whatever. But I was like, no, I'd rather just go home. So I left. I was like, I want to just go home. I don't want to try to pretend to be romantically involved with someone i'd rather go home and then just hope that i can be brought back in the house when there's more girls here because i had a feeling like chloe and some other people would be coming in later i was like let me just leave hope i can get brought back in later because we actually didn't even know if we could get brought back in so it was like kind of a bold and i'm not saying like it was all my decision like maybe Inez wanted to be a match with me probably not who knows but i was very okay with leaving and then hoping i could come back later were you hoping to go on a date with Chloe? Um, I was definitely like open to do that. And I also was very interested in getting to know Georgia better when I came back in because like she had just came in when I left. So like we we only got to talk a little bit, but I really loved like everything about her energy in the house. She was like super just obviously she's good looking, but I think a lot of good looking people are like not necessarily the most humble and stuff, but I felt like she was so humble. Yeah, like me, like, I get that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like the same axis. Like a guy like you, that ginger beard, top tier sexiness. So. Yes, thank you. <laughs> were there were there any um, women from the Netflix universe that didn't get cast that you were kind of hoping would have like that would have made an impression yeah. on you to? Uh, you you think maybe you would have fallen for someone a little easier if it was... Uh... Yeah, so before the show, uh, like when they told us it was a dating show and stuff, they, sorry, I'm a little burpy, but they told us to send a list of like, what girls are you interested in? Oh. These shows. I see, okay. And so we sent a list, but I guess they didn't tell everyone that. So... If you listen closely or maybe not that closely, I don't know. You can hear Joey. I think it's Joey talking to me and about my date with Abby. And he goes, was she on your list? And they aired it. Oh, he was like, was she on your list? And I was like, no, but it was a good date. And I thought it was so weird that they aired that because I was like, list? Yeah, what list? Anything about a list. And so... That's why I feel comfortable talking about it because they aired it. Um, so yeah, we we gave a list, and on my list I had Miranda from season one of The Circle because okay, then, yeah, yeah that, that would have been fun. Brunette. Why didn't they put her on? Because Joey had that connection with her too. I don't know. I an interesting she, dynamic. I feel like they must have asked her, and she probably either just didn't want to, or she maybe she's in a relationship. I know. I idea. see. Yeah. Like maybe she's was trying to see someone and didn't want to screw it up um but yeah she was on my list and then also another girl who wasn't on the show but was on my list was holly from one of the two hot seasons i didn't even yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. but i just Mm -hmm. 
put her name. I looked at all the cast members of these shows. And just, <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> Basically, brunette. So. <laughs> yeah. So every single guy's list just didn't have Francesco written 50 times on it. Because that's, that's what I assumed based on the show. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> Francesca, Inez, Georgia. Those three were on my list. I'm trying to think if anyone else from the show. Oh, Colony. I'm pretty sure Colony was on my list. Uh, who I never really had a chance to talk to on the show based on the format of who was in the house. Uh Izzy was on my list too. Yeah, honestly, a lot of the people on my list ended up being on the show. Uh, but yeah, Anyways. they just cast the whole show based off of you. They like, were like, oh, it's like, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> like, the circle is our most popular show. Let's base it off the circle oh. cast. Fuego Flauco's asking, uh, was Chloe on your list? That's a good question. And I honestly can't remember. So probably not. Okay. Okay. Um, who won the pillow fight between you and LC? That was a, a really big question that I had. We saw the pillow fight. Yeah, I saw that. I honestly forgot that happened, but she won. I didn't, I wouldn't. Okay. I was not going to swing pillows at LC's face. I'm not saying I couldn't have won. <laughs> but okay. Was, unlike the bocce ball situation with Abby, where I was very willing to absolutely annihilate Abby and bocce ball because she said she was with Bartiz. Um, with LC, we, we were matched up. So I was like, I'll let her beat me in the face with a pillow. <laughs> uh, on the final date, they kind of edited it to look like you broke her heart a little bit. Did you break her heart or was it just edited to look that way? Because she was like, I have a middle school crush on you or him or like blah, blah, blah. And then you were like, yeah, we're not a perfect match. How did that date really go? Yeah, so I do agree. It was kind of edited that way. And I was like, hmm. I didn't really realize that she was feeling quite that way, but uh, it was edited in a way that I think was pretty in line with what happened, but still like maybe not necessarily in the exact order of when things were said. So I think the actual date itself, it felt, at least to me, it felt like it was very mutual, very much in agreement with stuff. And they basically like, I had to like monologue a bunch of stuff and then she monologued a bunch of stuff as in not like scripted, but it's like, okay, like we're running out of time, Nick, like tell her how you feel like situation. It's like, okay, boom. And then it's like her turn, boom. And so then like, like the way things get edited is like, whatever. But no, I don't think, I mean, you would have to ask her, but I don't think it was like some heartbreak conversation. I think it was very mutual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the reunion, um, your part was pretty brief. You guys seemed pretty mutual about things, but, uh, the one interesting that happened, Francesca tried to make things awkward, by awkward for you by bringing up, uh, how you tried to make a pass at her. Uh, how awkward yeah. was it when she brought that <laughs> yeah. up? Yeah, I was so, I mean, I'm curious to hear your opinions on that, but like, I was so just like confused by that because, they don't show it, but earlier in the night, uh, like I'm talking to LC and then Calvin comes over the guy who I brought into the house. Like when me and Savannah had the power, I brought Calvin and I'm like, he gave me the Vince power on the circle. I'm going to bring Calvin into the house. So I like hooked him up. Anyways, finale, they bring everyone in. I'm talking with LC. Calvin comes over, 
he's like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm like, sup, Calvin? <laughs> he's like, yo, LC, like, I heard that Nick uh, tried to match with Francesca tonight. I was like, I was like, what, are you doing? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, like, I was like, what are you talking about, Calvin? Wow. He's like, like, yo, that's just what I heard. I was like, well, I'm telling you that I never asked her to match. And like, you can decide who you want to believe. But like, I thought, like, what the heck? Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, that kind of had me already aware of that there was some rumor going around that I had like asked her to match. I was like, I asked her to match on night one on the staircase. But that was literally the only time. And like, yeah, I talked to her during the finale. But I talked to literally every single girl during the finale. But they they obviously air me and Francesca talking. But yeah, so at that point, I kind of knew something might get mentioned about it. And so when it did, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. But whatever. It was, I literally, as you saw on TV, I never asked her to match with me. Did I like I, have a flirty conversation? Yes. But that was it. I, hey, look, I, I nothing against it either. It's a dating show. You, you're going around trying to match with everybody. You know, I would have loved it if during that finale, you tried to make a pass at Francesca again in front of it. Yeah, you <laughs> stood up. It would have been great. So <laughs> also during that final night, when I was talking to Francesca and it, it, that final conversation that got interrupted by maybe Izzy or I forget exactly who they kind of like. It was Izzy, yeah. And then we never talked again the whole rest of the night. But I thought, you know, it was a little bit, a little like a little flirtiness there. So like, I didn't ask her to match obviously, but I was like, maybe whatever. And I was in my head kind of thinking like, Nick, it'd be kind of sick if you got rejected on day one. <laughs> and then like at the finale, you were like a perfect match. So like that was an element in my head, just storyline wise. I was like, that could be sick. Yeah. Um, but then I talked to someone else, Dom, and I'm like, I have like a heart to heart with him because he was like one of my good friends in the house. I was like talking to him about Francesca and I was like, yo, like, should I continue to try to like talk to her or no? And he basically just told me like, nah, dude, I would not do that. Like as a friend, no. And so I didn't, I didn't talk to her the rest of the night. And so, yeah, I kind of trusted him on that one. So was Calvin telling you, was, was Calvin telling this to LC with you there because he was trying to match up with LC? I think he hit him and not just Calvin, but like, him and Mitchell and everyone else who got brought in, like all the guys who were like in holding that came in at the end, they were all just coming in convinced they were just going to cause mayhem. And so I think that's all they were trying to do. Okay. I see. Amazing. <laughs> so, so you weren't trying to match up. You really weren't trying to, so, so you thought about match trying to match with Francesca, but you were just flirting with her. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I flirted with every single girl. Obviously, Francesca's staircase thing was still in my head, so I was like, <laughs> "Let me, let me see where this is at." Uh, and I was willing to like keep talking to her later in the night, but then after my conversation with Dom, because I, I was like, if anyone knows Francesca pretty well, it's probably Dom. They were matched the entire time I was in the house previously, and so I literally just talked to him, and he was like, "Nah, dude, I wouldn't do it," and I. Stop talking for the rest of the night. You should have asked Damien. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't really know him too well because I think I only knew him for like a day before I got eliminated. But I knew Dom for like a longer period. So you didn't make a pass at her. You were just in the process of making a pass at her. And then you got interrupted. So she just used the wrong verbiage. 
Yeah, I don't even know what making a pass is. I mean, maybe I was making a pass. I don't I don't really know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I definitely didn't ask her to match with me. Which That's true. I, like I was interpreting that. Because when Calvin came over to me, he was like, I heard you asked her to match. And I was like, Oh, okay. I, like, I get it. I get it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um and so then when she said pass, that's kind of what I associated that with, but maybe not, maybe, she, maybe making a pass was just being flirty. But in that case, I was making a pass with every single girl there that night. So Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. I get yeah, you. Yeah. So who I, I'll oh, go ahead, Max. Who did you vote to win? I voted Dom in Georgia. Wow. Wow. How could you do that to the engaged couple? You didn't want them <laughs> to get their pre-honeymoon. Are you, uh, is it because she was blonde? Is that why you didn't see her as wife material? Yeah, I was like, it wasn't going to work out? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I I just hadn't, like I actually said earlier in this podcast, I thought Dom and Georgia were two of the most like fun, energetic just happy-go-lucky, honest people in the house. So I could totally see them together. Um, when I was in the house at the start of the show, experiencing Joey and Carousel, they were bickering all the time. They were like always yelling at each other, getting like, Carousel like blowing up, Joey like blowing up, whatever. And so I was oh, like, I see. okay. I was like, no. Whereas I didn't see the progression the rest of the season, right? Because I wasn't in the house. So I was just basing it off of when I was on set at the start of the show, which even carousel they aired saying being like at the start of this thing like we hated each other whatever so like that was kind of what i saw so that's what i based my vote on we we never really got to see all those fights between joey and carousel probably because of the edit leading up to the proposal so how shocked was everybody when you all found out that they got engaged i was super shocked uh but maybe some of the people who had been there longer during like the latter half of the season weren't as shocked but i think everyone was pretty shocked did it did it seem like that helped give them an extra push to maybe win well what i think in reality happened was like that happened and then everyone's like kind of side-eyeing it like is that because you want to win this thing strategy yeah yeah or is it because you're actually a perfect match so like no one really knew uh-oh, I think I it just froze. See. Yeah, just for a half second. Hello. But yeah, Hello. you're good now. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so that may, you're telling me that may have hurt them in the voting. I think it potentially. Might have, yeah. Wow. Okay. But who knows? How shocked were you when they broke off the engagement? I didn't even know when they did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, post-season, so obviously it was filmed a year before it aired. And so... At some point post season, I like kind of put it together, and then I kind of heard through the grapevine that they weren't a thing. Uh, but it was never like they never informed announced or like or really they didn't really talk about it too much, which I think is fair. Like you don't need to air everything out to everyone. Yeah. I think it's always weird when people like announce their breakups on Facebook. Actually, I've only seen this once, but a couple like announced their breakup on Facebook. And I was like, why are you announcing? Are you talking about Mitchell and Chloe? Is that the one time you've seen it? No, it was like, it was like normal people. I thought they were normal until they announced their breakup on Facebook. (laughs) Just so all our family and friends know we're breaking up. The the way you announce a breakup is you do it 24 24 hours after you're at a sign, hold uh, after you're at an airport holding a sign with roses and 
Uh, <laughs> Chloe reference. Making a whole thing of it. Yes. <laughs> then you each post the exact same message 24 hours later. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nick, is there anything else you wish that we had seen on Perfect Match? Uh, I mean, definitely that one scene where I was tearing up on Savannah's date. I think that would have shown a bit more of an emotional side of me. Yes. Did you ever tell your your parents how you felt when you got back home, or no. is that still <laughs> okay? Okay, so it will remain. We're gonna, a hear, it, we're gonna hear it on worldwide TV. <laughs> it will remain a mystery. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any like, I'm sure there are other moments. Like, I, this is something I probably have to think about more. Like, think about what was there, but wasn't. I did beat Chase and Shane in a like swimming competition, which I was hoping they would air. Uh, where we were like racing in the pool and I smoked both of them, but they didn't show that. But it was good redemption after failing the push-up challenge. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think there's anything like really else that I would have wanted aired. This is a good question. Who would Vince the ghost hunter have matched with? Vince, I love you, dude. <laughs> um, Vince probably would have matched with Carousel, to be honest. I can see that. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> great answer. Uh, I, I was curious, getting towards the end of the show, was there anyone that you felt like, any couples that you felt like were pushing themselves as a couple when really it was like so transparently uh, fake? Um. So I thought the Georgia Dom... And the Joey Carousel couples. I thought they were like, okay. Real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I didn't know anything about Shane and Chloe. Never saw any of that because I wasn't on set during that. So I had no idea about that. But they seemed mm -hmm. good. And watching it back, I was like, they seemed really good. Like, they seemed awesome on the show, I thought. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Then it was just like me and Bartise, we had... I knew Bart. I would have been shocked if Bartise said he had a perfect match with Izzy. Uh, so I'm glad that they were both <laughs> never, they were just both kind of like, yeah, it's not a perfect match, whatever. Um, so yeah, no, I think like the people who said they were perfect matches, I think checked out, and I think the people who did, uh -huh. awesome okay. Uh, gotcha. Who who are you close with from the show, or have you stayed in touch with? Probably the people I'm closest with are Bartise and Shane. Who do you hate from the show? I don't hate anyone. <laughs> <the show. laughs> yeah. Um, no, you have to say one person. You have to okay. say one. Have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, the rules. I, I, actually, I actually really like the cast. I'm just unfortunately not as close to this cast as I was with the Circle cast. But I think it makes sense in a lot of ways. Because like the Circle is the first reality show. So... Yeah. After that filmed, our group chat was blowing up every day for like a year because we were like, oh, my God, we're on the show. Blah, blah. We're all bonding over it. Yeah. Whereas Perfect Match, everyone had already been on a show. So it's like no one was as like, oh, my God, that was so cool situation compared to the circle. So I never post show got super close with anyone. Like the person I got the closest with was Bartiz because he was in Dallas and I lived in Austin. So. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. What well, was, that makes sense. It, it, this, the Circle Season 3 cast, too, is just amazing. We love that whole cast. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. What was your what was the reception like from the fans for this show compared to uh, your reception from being on the Circle? 
Yeah, I mean, definitely way more people watched Perfect Match. Like, that is for sure compared to Circle Season 3. So when I would go out in Austin, I would probably get recognized from the Circle, like, once every three bars, I would say, or two to three bars. Perfect Match came out. I was going out in Austin, and, like, I would get recognized every single bar, sometimes multiple people per bar. And when they would come up to me, they'd be like, are you on that new show? I was like, oh, yeah, Perfect Match, blah, blah. And then I would ask them because I was trying to do a little data analysis. I was like, did you watch The Circle? And they're like, huh, Circle? <laughs> so They I was didn't like, even know what it was. Yeah, I'm like, this is like a whole new audience, which was it's kind of cool to like figure out. That is good, when, yeah. When people say hi, like how do they, what do they know me from? Uh, we did so notice like, a lot of other Netflix shows, reality shows trending on Netflix at the same time as Perfect yeah. Match was on. So it does seem to be working. Like it's getting more exposure for even smaller shows like 20 somethings Austin, which uh, and Max and I watched for the first time right before the show. We loved it. Like it's a great show. They, they yeah. got, they, they're getting more exposure too. So that's great. Yeah. I've had people DMing me being like, I'm watching the circle season three because of you on Perfect Match, which is like, those are always awesome messages to get. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. I get way more. I thought I was going to get way more hate from Perfect Match because it's a dating show. So it's like, yeah, looking at Love is Blind social media. It, it comes so with the territory. Awesome. It's like, oh my gosh. And same with Bachelor. And so I was expecting way worse. Um, and to be fair, my Twitter and Reddit presence is horrible in relation to Perfect Match. Like, uh, tons of people being like, oh, he's so cringe. He's so ick. Like, it doesn't help that the word ick is like trending right now. But people are like, oh, he's so ick. He's so creepy. He's so blah, blah all in reference to that first scene with Francesca, which is like the first impression. I'm like, I'm like, look, watch any other conversation I have with any other girl, the entire show. And I'm at a very normal talking <laughs> distance, but whatever. <laughs> so people base everything off one data point, but it's like th that stuff exists on Reddit and Twitter, which I don't go on those because that's toxic. But like my Instagram, I was expecting to get way more hateful DMS from perfect match. And compared to the circle, this is nothing. Circle, I was getting death threats like daily, like 10 a day. Wow. Because um, I was responsible for like blocking people on the circle. And so it's like, okay, I block Roxana. All of her fans are going to hate me. Um, but I thought Perfect Match was going to be worse because it's like, yeah. oh, you break this girl's heart, you whatever. Um, and I, I mean, knock on wood, but like, I want to say in total from Perfect Match, I probably have... 15 like mean dms 15 that's wow that's wow. like what i would be in that's one really day they're low. All, they're all, and they're all from shane right that's yeah all shane's <laughs> fake bot accounts <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy so yeah i've been i'm i mean i'm happy with it like please don't send me hate but uh yeah i'm good i'm totally good with that so it's been good wow do you think this is uh more circle related. I, I want to get to this territory. Do you think it's coming back? Do you have you heard anything? What's going on? Because it we had we heard there's no casting for it. We heard they struck the set in the UK. It's yeah. not looking good, Nick. What what's going on? Are we going to get an all star season? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask y'all if you had seen that they took the circle off the building. Yeah. Was. Well, we yeah we heard they struck the whole set. I don't think they yeah it's not a good apartment sign. there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I know nothing about it. I'm not like in the loop on that, but I would say based on the fact that like 
I think viewers, I know certainly like season three, we had way less viewers than season two, which had less than season one. It's like, it was sort of on a downward trajectory and then they break the set apart. It's not looking good. Uh, So I don't think there's going to be any more seasons, but I could be wrong. That's a shame. That would be too bad. I'm glad you could run the numbers for us to let us know. (laughs) The trajectory. I never thought of it that way. (laughs) Nick, Look, you have a graph, don't you? You have a graph. You can show up. I've got everyone's follower count growth from each season. No, I don't. Yeah, Although yeah. I do know someone who does. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think they could bring the circle back in like a few years. So it feels like a fresh idea again. But I think going uh-huh. back, to back to back, it became even just me as a viewer, like I think it just is a little bit too stale of a concept. Like they need to do something different with it or just wait a bit more time. It needs to evolve somehow. Yeah. yeah. It so feels like it has stayed stuck for a little yeah. while. Yeah. It's a lot of the same strategies, a lot of the same conversations, a lot yeah. of the same twists. So it's like, I could see them having a gap and then bringing it back or if they want to do it sooner, do something revolutionary with it. But well, you what were everyone was for... single. Everyone is single <laughs> in the cast. They already did that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but that's a great twist. <laughs> <laughs> that's sure to get the show's ratings through the roof. Yes. <laughs> Single shooby. <laughs> I'd watch. <laughs> oh. You know, speaking on the circle, I got to ask, is the technology that was used on the board in the boardroom, is it is it the same tech that they use for the circle app? Is it the same? No, different tech. The same developers? <laughs> different tech. You tested them both. You know, you went to MIT. This is your thing. You know, I was just wondering. I think they've got different developers on both the okay. systems that are very much not human operated at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I had to ask. <laughs> yeah, it's all a lot of great software. <laughs> Nothing manual about it. Uh, so well, are we- you back in the dating pool now that you're now that you're done with uh the show like what's going on there i am back in the dating pool um i literally just downloaded hinge dating app uh i had uninstalled it when i was talking to a certain someone had it uninstalled for like three months four months and then i just reinstalled it like a week ago and i'm going on a hinge date tonight so wow okay Back in the day. <laughs> Daddy out San Diego. Home, <laughs> Is that from Perfect Match or the Circle? Uh, perfect Match. When did I say that? No, when you when you showed up, you said Daddy Nick is home. Wait, when I said I'm back, and yeah. Daddy was... Nick is home, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was that one? Uh, like when Inez told you that she had feelings for her, you just put your hand, you put your head in your hands, and you went, uh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Man, I gotta get some of these sound bites and put them with like text notifications or something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll set up your way. Yeah. 
for a fee for a price. <laughs> <laughs> oh man any more questions uh for for Nick i'm Max? good I, i'm good i really feel like we got a lot here this is great uh thanks so much for for joining us again we hope to see you back on our screens very soon uh you said you want to do competition shows Let, yeah. what are you applying for are you applying to survivor what's uh so the way my contract works, I can't do a non-Netflix show for, I think, like a year post-Perfect Match finale. So that okay. basically removes all of that kind of stuff. But there are a few competition shows on Netflix. And I would be open to doing, like, The Mole. So you're trying but, to get on Floor is Lava. That's what you're... Uh, I'm, look, <laughs> I'm not opposed, but it wouldn't be my top choice. But, but no, I would love to go on Survivor. I would love to go on The Challenge. I would love to go on The Mole. Um, I'm not actively applying for anything, but if someone reaches out, which someone did reach out for a certain show, uh, I will entertain it. Is but, Netflix well. ever going to do like a challenge for Netflix? Like, uh, with lots of, uh, I think they would be crazy not to, yeah. uh, I cannot confirm or deny anything, but I think it would make a lot of sense. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. That's that's what we want to see more of is more of I agree. the Netflix universe growing and and building on what they did with Perfect Match. Yeah, I would love to see a ecosystem show like Perfect Match, but where it's strategy, challenge, competition oriented, because that way they can get anyone who's already in a relationship. Like James from my season, I think he's great TV, but he's married. It's like he can't go on Perfect Match. So it's like do a competition show. It's not dating related. You can get like. Married people, gay people, everyone else. Like, they they limit their pool so much by doing a dating show uh, as of the ecosystem show. So I think they have to, as like a next evolution, do some sort of more generic competition show. And then if people end up hitting it off, like that's just a side bonus. But like, it's not a dating show. So we'll see. Right, right. I concur. That'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. I'd be down. Nick, where can people find you? on the internet do you want to promote anything yeah people can find me at at nick ulenhoot which you spell it just like it sounds and it's at instagram and tiktok that's n-i-c-k-u-h-l-e-n-h-u-t-h and i'm on tiktok instagram snapchat but i don't really use that too much and that's pretty much it done <laughs> sounds awesome. like that correct well, it has been so great having you and we hope to see you soon uh everyone else uh subscribe to us on youtube at reality alert uh isn't that right nick so that they can see more interviews and stuff like our perfect match coverage right that is right make sure you give them a follow because they make fantastic drinking game bingo cards they do all sorts of recaps of all sorts of reality shows give them a follow at reality alert podcast great guys great interviewers and if i'm ever on tv again i'll be back yes patreon patreon.com slash reality alert instagram reality podcast youtube youtube.com slash reality alert all right we'll see you guys soon bye bye It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's Reality Alert.
typically go for like brunettes. I feel like brunettes are sort of wife vibes.